Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Bob Seska. You really are Seska. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, September 20, 2022. And this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, what's up? I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 609 of the Biden-Harris administration, 48 days until the 22 midterms. Find me on Instagram at TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go, and our Patreon page, BobSeskaShow.com. Plus, you can follow Buzz Burbank at Michael J. Elston on Twitter. Link in the description. And oh, look, he's sitting right over there. You yeah. say Buzz Burbank. Popcorn. You said it we're definitely, we're definitely going to need more popcorn. Oh, yes. Popcorn coming up. Off to the store we go. Hi. Yes, hi, Bob. Hi, How hi. you doing? How I, are you? I'm I'm doing splendid. Thank you for asking. How about you? Well, I'm doing pretty well, but I've been having these nightmares lately. Uh, yeah. And I've found uh, these nightmares are such a nice break from real life. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's Bob. I'm Buzz. And we're, we're a little down today. Yeah. Uh, we just found out we've been dropped from the cast of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> We, yeah. we never even got on. Uh, Lindsey Graham proposed a nationwide abortion ban. In the news this week, Lindsey mm-hmm. Graham proposed a nationwide abortion ban. He says he felt qualified to sponsor the bill because he's heard rumors about how a woman's body works. <laughs> and in the Mar-a-Lago case, the Justice Department's approved one of Trump's two candidates to be special master. Uh, the DOJ chose Raymond Deary, of course, because Trump's other choice was Vladimir Putin. <laughs> you know what? Wouldn't surprise me for a second. <laughs> Easy choice. Uh, as usual, and I don't want anybody to worry because we're talking months away now, but as usual, we're going to take some time off over the holidays. Mm-hmm. But we, we wanted to make our reservations now, and, and we got a great deal on airline tickets. Uh, some some outfit called DeSantis Air. No! Oh, no! There's, Do there's not a, get aboard that flight. There's a layover in Florida. Um, <laughs> Joe Biden uh, this week averted a railroad strike, so the trains are rolling again. Nice. Just in time for the next Republican relocation project. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, the QAnon people at Trump's rally were holding their index fingers high in the air, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people want to know what that means. Well, we, we have the answer. It's their collective IQ. <laughs> All right, kicking off another week. Yeah. Rocky Mountain Mike 
and uh, and this thing. Yeah. Spray tan, orange skin, and I just wonder when it's gonna end. Big long red tie. Red tie. wanna just <laughs> They got their facts wrong again and again. Cause everybody thought he was a self-made man. Sucker. Stupid. Mountain Mike. Oh, that was freaking great. I, you know what? I don't think we've ever played that one before. No, I don't remember I've playing that. That one's a few years old, and I don't remember playing it ever. If it's if it's new to me, it's new to you. Yes. In fact, <laughs> what? Yeah. In the time that it's taken since Rocky Mountain Mike sent me that clip, and uh-huh. I'm actually playing it on the show, I've grown a ZZ Top beard. That's how long <laughs> it's been between submission and airing. They look uh, a little like Letterman now. <laughs> yeah, Rocky, MNT, and Mike on Twitter, of course. Yeah. So here we go. It's another week, and mm. uh, the bucket of show is overflowing. The fire yes, hose of is. news is pumping at full capacity. It sure is. Uh, and in a good way, mostly, I would say. Eric Hirschman. Who loves to make with the talking, doesn't he? Eric Hirschman. Yes, thank oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't always this way. I mean, obviously no, in the no. past, we've seen Eric Hirschman working for the dark side. He defended mm-hmm. Donald Trump in one of the two impeachment trials. But he warned Trump late last year, according to Maggie Haberman of the New York Times, that he needed to return the documents or else. So what does this tell us, Buzz? It tells us that... Eric Consciousness of guilt. Exactly right. Hirschman told Trump, therefore Trump knows it was wrong. Therefore Trump Trump knows, yeah, that he was breaking the law. In in fact, right after uh, Hirschman told Trump, this is late last year, 2021, right after uh, Hirschman told Trump, you keeping these documents at Mar-a-Lago is very, very, very seriously illegal. Yes. Trump said, okay, and turned (laughs) some of them back over to the government. Exactly. Not all of them. So mm-hmm. he continued to, knowing that it was illegal to do so, he continued to keep some of them. That's right. In fact, many of them. And yes. so the fact that Trump knew, it, it, this gives us a gift, and that gift is the very hardest thing for a prosecutor to prove in any kind of criminal case, and that is criminal intent. Exactly. Did did the accused have the intention did they willfully, as I believe the law reads, did they willfully break the law? Mm-hmm. And uh, Hirschman's testimony, if true, and it appears to be, and there will be more from him on this, uh, underscores that Trump did have awareness. He did willfully violate the law, and he has a consciousness of guilt. And this helps the prosecutors with what is usually the hardest thing for them to prove. Now it's easy as pie. The other thing is it's further uh, embossed is the notion of obstruction of justice in all of this. Obstruction of justice is probably the most serious of all these crimes that Donald Trump faces in this matter alone. I think, Mm -hmm. uh, what did we talk about? Up to 20 years 
in federal prison if he's yes. found guilty of obstruction of justice in this case. And that was all the monkeying around with the files, lying to the FBI. I mean, that's a whole separate thing. Who told them the false information that there were no more documents at Mar-a-Lago? So it's the cover-up as much or more so than the original crime itself well, that I put them always screws Trump. But, yeah. yeah, it's generally considered that obstruction is worse, but I put both the crime and the obstruction in this case at, at yeah. equal at equal stature. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are still a lot of people, and I understand where this feeling is coming from. You know, we've all been there, but so many people, so many of our progressive friends are out there saying, ain't nothing going to happen. Uh, he's going to he's gonna keep getting away with it. He'll find some way. And there will be delays, I promise you. But as, as I said before, we will reach a point where it is impossible not to charge Trump with crimes. And yeah, I think yeah. this latest Hirschman, I'm not alone here, this latest Hirschman revelation uh, is the, like the last nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. This is the, in my opinion, the tipping point. This is the part where John Oliver really can let down the we got him back. <laughs> Right. Well, here's the thing. Here's how I'm looking at this, Buzz. I'm not as concerned about the Department of Justice or Judge Cannon or Judge Deary or anything that's going on in these criminal investigations that will, fingers crossed, lead to indictments, a trial, et cetera, conviction. Here's the thing I'm worrying about. You, You know whose hands these investigations will ultimately land in. You know who's going to be ultimately responsible for whether or not Donald Trump spends the rest of his natural life in prison. It's up to American voters. Ultimately, and, yes. And I think right. th- this is not to comfort anybody. In fact, it's even less comforting to me than maybe a slow-moving Department of Justice. If Donald Trump is able to run out the clock through January 20th, 2025, and if American voters do not deliver another term for Joe Biden or a first term for Democrat X who might run in 20. 24. If that doesn't happen, Donald Trump will be pardoned on January 20th, 2025. Donald Trump in prison is a matter of us. I don't want to lull anybody into complacency, but this revelation, this consciousness of guilt, this uh, this willing uh, violation of the law, yeah. uh, a provision of that law is that he cannot run for public office. That is uh, true, yeah. And so, you know, we might not have to worry about this. A pardon? Yes. In fact, as Bob has said many times before, and this is true, it's scary, and it's true, and we need a lot of people to know this. So if you can help us out with that, that would be great. And that yeah. is that uh, it, if Republicans were to get control of the House, and that's very iffy at this point, but if they were able to get control of the House, immediately there will be investigations in and, and impeachment of Joe Biden and investigation of Fauci. Uh, the Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Uh, Republicans have, I believe they're up to seven targets now for investigations and impeachments. Uh, so not only would Trump be pardoned uh, in 24, but in 22, uh, it's entirely possible that uh, uh, the investigation, the January 6th investigation, could be brought to an end in an attempt to discredit it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's obvious. If we don't right. keep the House this not year, everybody and that's why we have to keep saying it i really like that you've focused on that point well yeah i I think with the january 6th thing this is obviously another matter that's in our hands whether or not we continue to uh give the democrats a majority in the house and obviously gerrymandering and voter
voter suppression and all the big lie laws that cropped up after Donald Trump's ridiculous constitution-shattering transition. But at the same time, I still think that those can be overcome uh, with enough energy, enough motivation, enough uh, you know firepower. And I think that's exactly yeah. That's that's and, what we have to bring uh, this and year I, and, and two years. And I, I think we should continue to set our sights higher. Uh, we've just about locked in, uh, just about. We're not quite there, but we're very close to locking in, uh, con- retaining control of the House. Yeah. And it looks pretty good that we're going to increase our majority in the Senate. Mm-hmm. So things are very hopeful here, but only if everybody turns out. Right. Uh, and And... As I said also before, it's not, for me, it's not just about beating them, certainly not just beating them by a little bit. We need to embarrass them. Yeah. We, need to, we need to punish them. We need to crush them. Mm-hmm. We need to minimize them. And the way to do that is with a ridiculous turnout by uh, real sane Americans, of which there seem to be fewer, but that we are still the vast majority. The perception coming out of this election has to be that Donald Trump is a political liability to every single Republican, especially the ones he endorses. And that has to be the message. And whether that happens still obviously remains to be seen. We're on course, I think. There's a possibility there. But uh, if we can turn that around and make it an outlier election this year, boy, that'd be great. That'd be a great way to uh, rebottle or at least partially bottle uh, Trumpism. As I understand it, the chances are good for that. Bill Clinton certainly thinks so in a recent mm-hmm. interview. Uh, so uh, it's a very encouraging environment, and uh, we just uh, what I want to I want to go big. I want okay. I don't want to just yeah. beat them. I want to yeah. beat them big, and and I think we're poised to do that. Uh, there's certainly a lot of motivation out there, and uh, you mentioned Republicans and uh, perhaps their faith in their own candidates. Uh, you can see how Dr. Oz has been discredited. Uh, poor Herschel Rock- Walker. I I didn't. <laughs> I didn't feel sorry for him at first, but I have the same mixed feelings about him as I do about a couple of guys who used to be very excited about appearing on a radio show. The 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 sad thing, if you haven't seen the tape, uh, Herschel Walker has said, "I'm a country boy and I'm not that smart." That's a quote. Uh-huh. I'm a country boy and I'm not that smart. And referring to uh, Reverend Warnock, uh, who he will meet in a debate on October fifteenth, he said he will probably embarrass me up there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's the confidence level. I think Herschel Walker's just trying to, just now figuring out he might very well be screwed here. Uh, the Republicans, uh, the party, I think certainly realizes that, and they put him up especially Trump. Trump yeah. was big on Herschel Walker. And and the the sad thing is is this this poor man, this this adult uh, individual who's <laughs> been hit too many times in football and maybe wasn't that well educated to begin with uh is is being held up as a candidate by the Republican party. They are exploiting him because he's a football player and he was uh, they could manipulate him. Yes. Uh, and 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 as with that radio show, there were guys who were so desperate to be on the show there were guys with mental and physical infirmities that were so in love with the show that I was on and so desperately wanted to be a part mm-hmm. of it that they allowed themselves to be exploited by the host. And this, to oh, me, yeah. I'm seeing the same thing over again with the Republicans and Herschel Walker. I've seen this before. Oh, yes. Coming from radio, we're well familiar with exploitation. <laughs> Disadvantaged yeah. people. With Herschel Walker, though, going into this debate, he's establishing expectations. Because he said this about not being a very smart man, Right. if he can right. manage to get through the debate, without falling off the stage and erupting spontaneously into flames. 
flames or something like he, that. He can then lose with dignity. Yes, he will absolutely. <laughs> and Well, people will say that, oh, well, he defied expectations. Good so, luck with that. Yeah, that's what he's done. This is all about politics. This is someone instructing him to say those things. It was the same thing I, with George W. Bush in 2004. All he had to do is get up on stage and not choke on his own tongue, and he would win the debate. That's how it all well, works, we'll, unfortunately. Well, we'll see about that. Yeah. I, You know, yeah. I didn't feel sorry for Herschel Walker at first because I could see a man who was allowing himself to be exploited well, in exchange for the spotlight. Yeah. He thought, well, these people are treating me like a big deal, so mm-hmm. maybe I am a big deal still, <laughs> even uh, after football. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's just, now it's just sad because I think with the words, uh, he's going to embarrass me up there, uh, you know, I'm not that smart of a man. Uh, this is a guy, I think, who now realizes he's screwed. Well, ultimately, the uh, broader point here is that if Democrats don't bring the energy, there's nothing Merrick Garland can do in order to stop the House Republicans from investigating, slowing down the process with lawsuits and inquiries and hearings and all the rest of it. Obviously, they will do the committee to investigate the 1-6 committee. Every and subpoena, it, every and- last document they saw it. Everything is going to get churned through the uh, Jim and, Jordan grist mill. Exactly. And if you remember Benghazi, which I know you do, yeah. uh, they'll have each of those hearings 11 times. <laughs> right. Right. By the way, I wanted to mention this, too, regarding mm-hmm. the uh, the situation with Trump and Judge Dreary, the special master. Yes, yes, also important. Yes, Axios reported that the Trump team suggested Judge Deary uh, did I say dreary before? Because last week I was I saying know. Judge Dreary. It doesn't matter. The yeah, website Axios yeah. reported that uh, the reason the Trump team suggested uh, Deary was because the lawyers believe that the judge shared their skepticism of the FBI because he was one of the judges on the oh, FISA does. court, right, who approved yeah. of warrants to surveil uh, Carter Page. So uh, that's all to say that Trump's team is screwing itself. Once again, we're going to put up Judge Deary because we think he's a friend and he's not. He's totally not a friendly. Well, both both the Justice Department and uh, Trump's lawyers have responded to uh, Judge Deary's uh, request that they provide uh, guidance on what they'd like to see yeah. and how they'd like to see his work proceed. Mm-hmm. Uh, a number of things happened here. Uh, one of them is uh, Trump's side wanted uh, the investigation wrapped up by November 30th. Judge Deary said, no, no, uh-uh, no good. October 7th. Wow. Uh, So that's a loss for Trump there. Uh, Judge Deary also said, okay, Trump lawyers, show me when and where uh, he classified which of these documents. Uh, I need to know on each of these documents when and where. And, and, you know, even Trump's lawyers know that he didn't. So so they're refusing to answer Judge Deary on this, refusing to answer the judge, saying, no, no, we want to save that for his defense when he's indicted. (laughs) Yes. So Trump's lawyers are expecting an indictment uh, as much as we are. And that's why there are a lot of, a lot of our progressive friends out there saying, you know, as I said, it's, it's not going to happen. I understand the source of that skepticism. Uh, I cannot stress enough how important it is that we now have consciousness of guilt and that we now have it from Trump's lawyers that uh, the stuff is probably not classified 
and uh, that they do expect him to be indicted. They have no evidence that the documents right. were declassified, right. and ultimately, it really doesn't fucking matter. It also doesn't matter true. whether yeah. the documents are declassified. He's up to his eyeballs. He's up to his ridiculous Barney Rubble hair in <laughs> obstruction of justice when it comes to this. Donald Trump is absolutely screwed. There will be an indictment. There will yes, be a knock yes. at his door one morning, quite early, uh, Donald Trump's video. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, the video. I, I hope, <laughs> I wonder if we're going to see him in his hairnet. That's the big question. <laughs> if he's awakened at four o'clock in the morning by the FBI, well, ready to take him in and, and book him. Oh, uh, yeah, I want to see what that look is. Donald Trump at four o'clock in the morning, just rolling out of bed. And I'm, well, you, I'm guaranteeing a hairnet's going to be involved in that scenario somehow. We're there for it. You mentioned the grand jury. That is <laughs> yeah. Eric Hirschman's next stop. Is uh -huh. grand, jur grand jury now wants to talk to him. The DOJ grand jury, one of the DOJ grand juries, one of two, wants to talk to Eric uh, Hirschman now. Uh, Hirschman, as you know, as you remember from the video with the baseball bat that says justice on the back wall. Yes. Eric Hirschman has already spoken with the January 6th committee. Now he's going to be speaking to a DOJ grand jury. Uh, you know, this is just getting started. I expect more testimony from Hirschman. And, and although he did his job and defended Donald Trump in the impeachment and whatever else, uh, in the end, Eric Hirschman came down on the side of democracy. Maybe it yeah. was because he knew there was no other choice, and maybe that's not the best way to make that decision, but I, I'm happy with the result. Yeah, so the other thing that uh, happened, I think it was right before the weekend, was that uh, Judge Cannon said that Donald Trump's team has to pay 100% of the yes. <laughs> cost of having this... Special master, which is absolutely outstanding. That's another great uh, little development in all of this. And right. yeah, we've reached the limit of what Judge Cannon will actually do for Donald <laughs> Trump in exchange for being appointed to the bench. Well, I think we know that's whatever she can get away with, and I think she knows kind of where those lines are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, not always, but <laughs> she's trying. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other thing in all of this buzz, and I can't stop thinking about this is that all of these little details are vital to the case. Obviously, yes. this is the, the process of justice being served. Uh, the problem is that the purpose of this particular lawsuit to get this special master it's doing the job that Donald Trump expected it to do. Now, things haven't gone Donald Trump's way at every step of this process, but mm -hmm. the point is to delay. Delay and obstruct. Right. That's Donald Trump's strategy, and insofar as that is his plan and the plan of his Better Call Saul legal team, uh -huh. it's actually kind of working <laughs> because here well, we are. How, how, many, how many weeks are we into the whole uh, Judge Cannon's special master issue you know i i don't know it does seem like forever it's a couple but, of weeks yeah but uh, the truth is at least from my perspective that uh, although he is getting the delays he seeks mm -hmm. uh they are uh, turning out to be shorter delays than he expected and as this thing builds momentum and snowballs and and believe me we've got a fairly large snowball rolling down the hill right now and it's collecting a lot of snow very quickly yeah uh this is about to be an avalanche that's where we are at this point as this snow boulder comes tumbling it's, down. A, it's a donald trump jr snow boulder it's a different kind of snow <laughs> oh i see well uh, uh, an extra large razor blade should do the trick but 
Uh, listen, it's okay if you're frustrated that the wheels of justice turn so slowly. Yeah. But do not bemoan the fact that it moves carefully. Mm -hmm. You are, we are fortunate to have a justice system that proceeds carefully. Were you ever charged with yeah. anything falsely or otherwise, you would be grateful for that carefulness. And in the case of prosecuting a criminal, we should be grateful for that carefulness because it, it makes sure that we get them. It, it's a way to make sure that we get them. This is so crucial for so many different reasons. And one of the reasons in a broad stroke sense is that if this prosecution or one of the several prosecutions are successful against Donald Trump, that's a huge chunk taken out of the imperial presidency, out of the notion yes. that the, the president is above the law, that the president has virtually unlimited powers. It's a huge chunk taken out of that notion. And, and, and the uh, erosion has already begun. Polls are yeah. showing that Republicans are slowly but surely falling off. I predicted this as it happened with Watergate. And as I also predicted, mm -hmm. the public runs well behind on these things. Yeah. So you're only seeing the beginnings of this, but expect that to get to a snowball point as well. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the Trump supporters falling out of line. Not all of them. 15% will stay with him forever, as mm -hmm. we said before. But uh, a lot of them will uh, wear off. Yeah. During the Bush years, I remember us talking a lot about the unitary executive theory. How, you know, the buck stops at the presidency, but the presidency resides over everything. And so, therefore, is immune. And uh, this, we never would have guessed in a million years during the George W. Bush presidency that there would be this many prosecutions against an ex-president. And here we are. And I think that's an extraordinarily positive development. I think there's only good to come out of this. Even if the prosecutions ultimately fail, the fact of the matter is that they're moving forward with these things in an unprecedented way. This has not happened ever before. In that sense, as I've been saying, the care that Merrick Garland is taking, the care that the FBI mm -hmm. is taking with all mm -hmm. of this is crucial because what they're doing is blazing a trail. They're doing something for the very first time, establishing right. a precedent, establishing a method to all of this that will hopefully be duplicated if subsequent presidents are as criminally liable as Donald Trump ends up being. And so in that sense, we've got just the right people establishing mm -hmm. the precedent. What we're seeing here is the way it should be done. Yes, exactly. And be, it's, be glad about the careful. Exactly. It's all well and good to maybe push Merrick Garland to do your thing on Twitter. Sure, he's not, sure. he's not, he's not going to see your tweets. I'm just saying, <laughs> I just, I hate to break it to you. And and if he did, he wouldn't care. Yeah, Merrick Garland is not doom scrolling Twitter looking for all of the <laughs> negative remarks about himself. That's not happening. But if you want to do that, if you feel the need to push Merrick Garland on Twitter to speed this process up, feel free. But at the end of the day, realize that the pace at which this is going is ultimately a good thing because it shows meticulousness. It shows professionalism. It shows an adherence to the rule of law. It, it shows a care it's, and a craftsmanship that need to be uh, applied at this level of investigation. We're talking about it, an ex-president. It shows a fear of screwing up this democracy, and that's <laughs> yeah. a healthy fear. Exactly right. Exactly right. So, um, in a little bit here, you know who I've let out of his cigar box, Buzz? Oh, is he? 
he back? Yeah, I made the mistake. I went into the closet and I was like, you know, What's I feel bad for Tiny Trump. Here? I need to take him for a walk. I yeah. needed to change his uh, cedar chips at the bottom oh, of yeah. the oh, cigar right. box. Oh, right. I forget. Yeah. So I, I went to do that. And God damn it. First of all, Tiny Trump bites. He's a, he's a biter. He's a little bit bitey. So you got to watch your fingers when you're grabbing for Tiny Trump to let him out of his cigar box. Well, it turns out uh, Tiny Trump... Uh, not only bit me, but then ran off to do a rally oh in Ohio. And it was it was one of those rallies <laughs> where you look at it well, and you go, well, we're doomed. We're doomed as a nation. <laughs> he, he didn't exactly run. See, he doesn't like exercise, and he never has used that little wheel you got him. So. No. No, he stays far, far away from that. He's got this yeah. crazy theory that he only gets a certain number of heartbeats in his lifetime. And well, so he if he uses he, them all up on that wheel, then how is he going to do his rallies? Well, he thinks the spinning wheel causes cancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly why. I'm so glad you helped me solve that mystery. All figured out now. So well, Tiny Trump coming up. He was doing at the Ohio rally, he was doing one of his best impressions of like a traveling faith healer, like a traveling yes. snake oil salesman. Elmer Gantry, for those who remember that movie. Yeah, he went off on this whole rant about how terrible the United States is, you know, because of American exceptionalism. And uh, he did this whole, like, this is what's wrong, this list of grievances mm -hmm. with this weird, mysterious music, this stirring kind of emotional mm -hmm. music playing under him. This is a first for a political address. I've never seen this ever, <laughs> ever before. Yeah. Yeah. Really He's creepy. Still out there. But I've said, Buzz, haven't I said for years now Probably. that the Republicans are kind of co-opting that uh, faith healing revivalist tent oh. revival kind of idea? Yeah, I, I definitely see that parallel, but I'm going to say they're copying Hitler at this point. <laughs> Right. Well, that's another yeah. thing. Did Hitler even use a musical accompaniment with some of his remarks? I know what Hitler, no. Hitler used Van, to use. Van uh, Halen wouldn't give him the rights. <laughs> so. Van Halen? I don't know. <laughs> I'll be here all hour. Okay. All right. Well, so we're going to play a little bit of a clip of uh, Tiny Trump at the rally. Hey with the weird music playing behind him and just and a, more. A, yeah, a long series of lies. Plus, I think we have some viewer mail. We're going to read some viewer yes. mail in, here in a second, which we normally do on the after party, but hell, let's do one today. Um, this is important. This is, Everybody needs to hear this. Yeah, plus uh, Tucker Carlson is joining Matt Walsh's crusade against Children's Hospital. Oh I say God. again, Children's Hospital is yeah. now the enemy of the Red Hat right. So we're going to protect the children. Talk about that. Oh, my mm -hmm. God, this this story. You know, it's some, sometimes I, I look at these stories that I land on and, and try to cover uh, as a narrative throughout many shows or many articles or whatever, mm -hmm. and this is one that de depresses the hell out of me because I know exactly where it's going. I know where this is leading. It's almost like knowing the future before it happens. Do, do what I do. Have nightmares, and it makes this <laughs> seem so much more pleasant. Yes. I'll add to my list of sure. nightmares. Thank you very much. Okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to talk about some of our uh, brand new Patreon subscribers. And in oh, order to good. do that, I'm, I'm opening up my uh, Patreon app, my most excellent Patreon yes. app. Best so I want to welcome ever. brand new subscribers to our Patreon page. Glenn Cairn Murray, thank you very much for subscribing, Glenn Cairn. Uh, Jeff mm -hmm. Yeasel, New Life Health Foods. That's a, oh, a new one. Yeah, cool. signed up for $5 a month, the shadow docket level. Nice. Uh, Dave Bekeski. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. 
Mark Carter is signed up at $15 a month. Thank you so much, Mark. Also, same with Marsha Ford, signed up at $15 a month. It's crazy. Oh, this incredible. Is wonderful. Yeah, Jason Chilton signed up at $5 a month. Thank you, Jason. Robert M. Uh, Heschel signed up at uh, $1 a month. We love our $1 a month subscribers. Sure. Thank you for doing that. And Amy Fisher is signed up at uh, $5 a month. And we thank all of you for helping support this show on our Patreon page. Absolutely. BobSeskaShow.com. And so here's one of the things that you're going to get as a bonus for signing up. Not only are you supporting this fully independent podcast, we couldn't do this without your support. But in exchange for your support, we're also going to give you all kinds of bonus content. And one of the most popular bonus items on our Patreon page is, of course, the Shadow Docket Podcast. That's, uh, once again, found at bobseskashow.com. It's a completely unfiltered, commercial-free continuation of all the fun and news. It's act three of the show. So if you're only hearing the free portion of the show, you're missing, like, the final third of it. You wouldn't watch like uh, six episodes of a streaming television show and then miss the last two, would you? No, of course not. And by the way, it's only going to cost you pennies per episode. The Shadow Docket drops every Tuesday and Thursday after the free shows, and they're only going to cost you $5 per month. So for $5 a month, every Tuesday, every Thursday, you get a brand new Shadow Docket show, and you're, as I said before, you're going to be supporting this here podcast. So don't miss out. Again, that's bobsuskashow.com. Bookmark it, send it to all your friends, and we thank you in advance. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bob Seska. All-time favorites all day long. Do you? new single from one of my favorites. This is uh, the Metal Birds. That's birds with a Y in there. And this is a this is a song called Good Harbor. Link in the description under this episode at bobseska.com. So just go to bobseska.com. Find this episode dated 9-20-22. And scroll on down. You'll find a link to support the Metal Birds. Oh, yeah. 
so good. And by the way, you're going to be hearing this song, the full-length version of this song, at the end of the free portion of today's show, because that's what we started doing in lieu of the Indie Music Countdown, which we're semi-retiring, I think. We're playing all the music at the end of the free portion of the show. So stick around. More content after we say bye-bye at the end of the show. Also, bobseska.com slash music to submit your work to the show. Thank you so much for doing that. That is an awesome song. It is really, really good. Also, uh, coming up here in a few minutes, we're going to be wrapping up our Seth Adam week with the lead track off of his brand new album, which is called Fits and Starts and Stops. The uh, track is called Fraud, which we originally rolled out on Friday's After Party. We're going to give it another spin later on here on the show. Okay. So, let's see. Uh, you want to open the uh, mailbag? Let's open the mailbag. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, kind of emails. Emails. Sometimes DMs. It's not, not a mailman either. It's the internet that sends them. So, yeah. Well, my, in the, my text device, I actually get a doorbell ring. So <laughs> that's how I know. Oh, nice. Okay. The gotcha. Mail is here. You got it. Uh, a, a listener, a viewer writes mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Hey, Buzz. Just listening to the Bob Seska show now, and you mentioned the importance of local school board school board elections. Yes. Now that's that's true. We've been talking about the importance of the down ballot races. Now we all have to research and pay attention and make sure we're voting for the right people, uh, all the way down to school board and the like. Well, mm-hmm. uh, this writer goes on to say, you may want to mention that if people are not informed about the candidates, they should check with the local teachers union endorsements. So look up your local teachers union. Should you have one online? Uh, a, he writes. Many NEA locals produce the Apple ballot, which shows their endorsement. Keep up the great work, signed Jack, but not that Jack. <laughs> so I thought, okay, you know, because we were talking about the importance of, and and a lot of people are frustrated because they, well, I don't know how to research my candidates. I don't know mm-hmm. who these people are. Uh, this hopefully is helpful. And school boards, you know, is where we're censoring books and and suppressing LGBTQ kids yeah. and so much more. Uh, so if you want to put a stop to that nonsense. Uh, you'll want to vote for the right candidates in your school board elections. And there's a tip for doing so. I thought it was a great tip. Yes, thank you so much, Jack. And I'm so glad you weren't that other Jack that you're no, talking about. So that's, that's good news. I was so afraid. I was like, oh, my God, is it going to be that Jack? And it turns out not that Jack. It's this Jack. So thank yeah, you, well, thank I, you for that. I, I blocked that Jack. <laughs> So, yeah, by the way, speaking of local elections, on tomorrow's interview show, I'm going to be talking with Gabby Goldstein. She's the co-founder of Sister District to discuss the outsized role of state legislatures, a key battleground that Democrats have often ignored. So we're going to be talking about state and local elections tomorrow. We had uh, Rachel Bittacoffer last week to talk about the congressional elections, and Mm -hmm. uh, this week it's all state and local elections. To me, that's the real action. That's where all the horrifying things are are happening at this point. Yes. So this is all great, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking to uh, Gabby Goldstein on tomorrow's show. Indeed. So it's going to be the fun. Wednesday show. Yes, right. indeed. So uh, meantime, as I was saying before the break, Tiny Trump got loose, got out of his cigar box. Oh boy! Took one of those uh, red bandanas, put a bunch of stuff in it. Oh yeah! Tied it to the end of a stick, and then hitchhiked, <laughs> rode the rails out to Ohio, and ended up doing a rally out there where something very, very bizarre and unprecedented happened. Part of the rally, 
he was joined by some music underneath, which, you know what, we've seen this in campaign commercials for years and years and years. This has been something yes. that's always happened. Music has always been a part of campaign rallies as well. Right. But never has this kind of music been accompanied with this kind of message. Never, never while the candidate was talking, you yes. know, for theatrical effect. Right. So here is a little bit of Tiny Trump, in case you missed it, uh, doing a list of grievances with a musical score, his grievances <laughs> score. Apparently, this is QAnon music, I think. Yeah, uh, Cusack, we call it. Cusack, okay. Yeah, it's like Muzak, but it's Q music. Yeah, John Cusack really is offended by that nickname. I'm for sure, it. rightly so. Yeah, but uh, the other thing is the audience of Red Hats were doing a simultaneous gesture in the air. Mm -hmm. uh, they weren't doing the Sieg Heil Hitler salute. Not quite. They were doing a one finger, we're number one kind of gesture up the in the air. The index finger, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it did bear, and I've seen it alongside pictures of Hitler rallies, there, there was an eerie resemblance, but yeah. it was a single finger, the index finger held high. <laughs> Al Sparks tweeted that it's symbolic of them sticking their fingers up of, up Donald Trump's butthole, something <laughs> like that. But it, in all seriousness, I think it's a cue gesture. I think yes, it's. It I is. think it relates it to the "Where we go, one we go all" exactly. slogan. Yeah, exactly. And uh, supposedly that was the music that's playing in the background here. It is. There's a. There's a song called "Where We Go, One We oh, Go All." Oh Jesus! And God. and this is a soft, a muzak sort of instrumental version of that song, and that along with some very cute things Trump was saying that night and prior to that night lately. Uh, his crowd, he's, there was a time where he tolerated Q. He tried to kind of ignore and, and not, you know, go one way or the other. Uh, uh, he said all he ever said about them was, that, well, they're against pedophiles. Uh, <laughs> but, but now he's gone full Q. He's, he's embraced. He's been talking their talk. He's been wearing a Q pin. Yeah. And, uh, as we saw from hundreds of raised index fingers, uh, Q was very much in the crowd. Q merchandise is very much back at uh, Trump rallies after having been uh, sort of banned for a while. Was, Trump was trying to disassociate from those crazies. Mm -hmm. uh, now he's embracing them wholeheartedly because he's scared. So without any further ado, here's tiny Trump and his rally thing. But now <laughs> we are a nation in decline. Such a hype voice. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in 50 years and where the stock market finished the worst first half of the year since 1872. Uh, it's probably a lie, but I yeah. wanted to add here, too, that uh, Donald Trump presided over one of the most volatile stock markets that we've ever seen. There were numerous occasions when the stock market would decline a thousand plus points uh, in a single day, in some cases in a single week. This used to happen over and over again, especially uh, November through December of 2018 was particularly bad. Uh, we obviously had the gigantic crash of the stock market, the crash of the economy because of Donald Trump's incompetent response to COVID and all the rest of it. So he can fuck right off with this one. Plus, when you quote the year 1872, then if people believe you. It sounds credible. Yes, exactly. No one wants to go look it up. No one wants right. to do the research, and he's seizing upon that. And, he's exploiting that. And besides, it was 1873. <laughs> energy costs in its history... We are no longer energy independent or energy dominant. 
That's not true oh, either. That? That's not true. No, not true. We've been energy independent for a long time now, since Obama, at least. So I just wanted to throw that in. He likes to say this, but it's totally not true. We were just two short years ago. We so are a creepy. nation that is begging Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, and many others for- Oh, wait, who's begging Saudi Arabia? Who's begging Saudi Arabia? Didn't he just do a golf tournament at Bedminster where Saudi Arabia were the sponsors? Didn't one of his sons just accept $2 billion from the Saudis? (laughs) Yes, Jared Kushner got $2 billion from the Saudis. It's probably the Saudis who have the nuclear information on Israel, is what we're we're assuming that it's Israel. That's my fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Please, please, please help us, Joe Biden says. Yet we have more liquid gold right under our feet than any other country. We are a nation that is consumed by the radical left's Green New Deal. Yet everyone knows that the Green New Deal will lead to our destruction. No, it won't. Everyone knows that. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) Doing nothing is going to lead to our destruction, you ass. We are a nation whose leaders are demanding all electric cars. Even though they can't go far, cost too much, and whose batteries are produced in China with materials only available in China, when unlimited amounts of gasoline is available inexpensively in the United States, but it's not available in China. We are a nation that ended oil exploration and production in the United States, just as the price of oil is Shut the fuck up. I'm so done with Tiny Trump. It's it's American carnage, Bob. It's American carnage. It is American carnage in just two short years. I noticed, I mean, even without modifying his voice to sound like Tiny Trump, sorry to blow the illusion for everybody, but uh, he does, he has a really high-pitched voice, doesn't he? The fake whisper is part of the act. Yeah, it is, it is. But, I mean, the act is so manipulative. He's screwing (laughs) with the minds of dummies. Yeah, exactly. Well, he said uh, in the 2016 campaign, I love the poorly educated. Yes, That's right. a quote. That's a direct and exact quote. <laughs> and God. years before that, he said, if I were to ever run for president, I think I would run as a Republican because, and, and now is where I where the wording gets fuzzy, yeah. but he basically said because they're stupid people easier to, to maneuver. Yeah, yeah. To manipulate. Exactly. Well, and that has uh, the benefit of being true. Uh, and this is another example yes, of it that learned, he's yes. he's able to get these people to do a gesture in support of a bullshit movement that was invented by some kid in the Philippines. Uh, I'm talking about QAnon. Right, Q. Yeah. It doesn't exist. None of what they say is real. And he's manipulated all these people into believing this phony baloney horseshit. More Q evidence. Uh, he yeah. did refer. He did use that exact term. He, he said, uh, "You know, uh, the one we're we're you know we're one." He he was using the language of Q. Yeah. Uh, to to say that he referred to it as a movement. One movement were, were the exact words. One movement, and that's what they consider themselves. And by movement, he clearly is referring to the Q crowd. Well, meantime, speaking of manipulating people. Uh, who don't have the brain capacity to be able to tell the difference between right and wrong, truth, fiction, etc. Tucker Carlson has now joined Matt Walsh's crusade against fucking Children's Hospital. 
of all places. And it's entirely based on a lie. It's a lie that was perpetuated by this group Libs of TikTok and mm-hmm. then picked up by Matt Walsh, where Matt Walsh is using his platform as, sorry to report, an extraordinarily popular podcast. Matt Walsh's podcast is listened to by a lot of people, and it's highly ranked on all the various podcast platforms, which, by the way, now have partial responsibility if something terrible happens to Children's Hospital. And quite honestly, the assessment for me, at least, is it's only a matter of time before one of these wingnuts does something. And already we've had one uh, FBI investigation that's led to an arrest of someone who's calling in bomb threats to Children's Hospital. Right. There have been threats called Trump in. Supporter. To, yeah. yeah, exactly. To members of the staff of Children's Hospital, this uh, location in Boston in particular. Mm-hmm. Because now Matt Walsh, Tucker Carlson, etc., are saying that they're mutilating children in that hospital counterfactually, obviously, I mean, I don't need to emphasize the fact that what they're saying is a lie about Children's Hospital. Complete but, lie. But they're basing this stochastic terrorism on an on a lie that is built out of just raw transphobia. For the purpose of generating violence. Yes. Essentially what they're saying is they're, the Children's Hospital is doing gender reassignment surgeries on children there, which is not happening. It doesn't happen on anyone who's under the age of 18. They don't even give them, uh, what do they call them, puberty-blocking hormones uh, prior to the age of 18. These are things that don't happen, and yet Tucker Carlson is uh, jumping on board this bandwagon with libs of TikTok, for God's sake. Might as well be QAnon, as far as I'm concerned. Well, it virtually is. Qs are are, are telling each other that uh, uh, this is 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 what Boston's Children's Hospital does. Mm-hmm. It, it assumes that all children are born trans, yeah. which is also not true. It's a lie. Uh, but it just shows how ridiculous and insane yeah. all of this is. And we may never recover 15% of the American population. I was half-joking months, <laughs> maybe years ago, when I said 15% of the American population is and always will be insane yeah. and that you'll never win that 15%. Well, that's about where we are on Q supporters right now. Mm-hmm. At least 15% of the country uh, believe in, in all of the Q conspiracy theories. Yeah. And it's, it's frightening. And, yes, Tucker Carlson, and, and I want to say just a word about him, and, man, uh, I, on that subject, uh, I saw Ted Koppel just annihilate Sean Hannity the other day. Oh, nice. Clip of that. But, but Tucker Carlson is so evil and like Trump, uh, continues to double down and keeps making it worse and worse and worse. This man is so dangerous and should not even be on the air anywhere at all. Uh, it's 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 terrifying. If if you thought Tucker Carlson was bad to begin with, he's gotten so much worse. Oh yes, here's Tucker Carlson on his show. I believe this was last night engaging in this jihad against Children's Hospital. Now, the important part of this clip happens at the very end of it. Stay tuned. This is very, actually, you know what? I'm going to advance ahead to the last part of it. I'm not going to torture you with the whole thing. I just noticed that it's two minutes long. I'm not going to play two minutes of Tucker Carlson on this. No, thank you. Let's just listen to the last section of it because that's the most important part of it. Uh, You already know that what he's saying is a lie. The allegations against Children's Hospital are a lie. It's 100% disinformation. So here's what uh, Tucker Carlson says is a call to action. We used to say, oh, our society doesn't care about children. That's not what this is. What you're seeing is a society that hates children. You would have to hate children in order to sexualize them, 
because sexualizing children screws them up for life. Ask anyone to whom it's happened, period. No one should put up with this. No parent should put up with this for one second, no matter what the law says. Your duty, your moral duty, is to defend your children. This is an attack on your children, and you should fight back. This is an attack on your children, and you should fight back. Fight back. Yes, that is one of the most popular shows on all of cable news. He mm -hmm. is using his primetime 8 to 9 p.m. slot to say that Children's Hospital mm -hmm. is attacking your children, and you should fight back against a hospital that treats children. So in fighting back against a hospital that treats children in order to protect children, you're attacking children in order to protect children. Right. That's and what happens. Them. Ultimately, the consequence of this will be dead children over something that is 1,000% a lie, that children are being sexualized, that children are being mutilated, that he says earlier in this clip that I didn't play, he says that they are cutting the breasts off of young girls. Oh all God. kinds of grisly details they about, yes, about this meat grinder that is allegedly children's hospital. To incite Americans to fight. Exactly. And so we're talking about an audience that is already at a fever pitch, that mm -hmm. is already has an itchy trigger finger, looking for excuses to fight something, doesn't matter what, but if it's something that they can wrap their racist, transphobic brains around, then they're going to fight that enemy. They're going to go after those people. And it's just a matter of time. I was saying it's, it before. I was, uh, did a whole rant about this on the after party. The terrifying thing in this story is we know how this ends up. And it will end up in utter fucking tragedy. And it'll end up with Matt Walsh, Tucker Carlson, libs of TikTok going... Who, us? We didn't do anything. Right. We're just that, saying. That was, that was Antifa. Fr yeah. Free speech. Yes, uh -huh. we're just exercising our free speech. Same, you know what? Same thing goes for Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and yes. iHeartRadio. They, they, they and, should be held criminally liable if, if, if and when this happens. Yes, well, that speaks to, what is it, uh, what's the section of uh, the law that uh, talks about? The one we need to change, yes. Yes, exactly. I forget the name of the, uh, the law itself. Yeah, but, I know what you mean, though, yeah. Yeah, where the website can't be held liable for the comments that are posted on the website, and that keeps yeah. Apple Podcasts from getting uh, sued or no, they're, held they're, criminally liable. There are constitutional limits to free yeah. speech, and I, I believe they could be applied here. This is incitement on the part of Tucker, Tucker Carlson, and uh, facilitating that, in my opinion, by social media is also a crime. But this is an incitement to violence. This is telling parents to stand up, yeah. to fight for their children over something that is absolutely, positively, 100% a lie. Section 230 of the Communications Decency there Act. You there you go. That's, ah, that's that the old Section 230. Hello, I right brain. Here. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot. I keep that in my hip pocket. <laughs> Yeah, you have a copy folded up in your pocket there, Buzz? Exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah, all right. Well, a lot of good it did. Thank you. Okay. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> I had it. All right. Uh, let's take another break, and we're going to come back and talk about the fake brochures that were given to migrants to trick them into getting on these chartered flights to... Uh, Martha's Vineyard oh, and the Naval Observatory. I can't wait to get into DeSantis. I can't oh, wait to get God. into this. These awful people, they don't get to call themselves Christians anymore. Obviously, they still will. 
But this is so unchristlike. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I don't think I'm breaking news with that observation, but who would Jesus rendition to another state as a prank uh, to own the libs? Yeah. Remember that time Jesus flew some brown people uh, uh, to the oh homes of God. some white people? Remember that? Yeah. You that know was what? fun. This was a KKK thing, in all seriousness. Oh, God, yes. I said it in my initial tweet. When this news broke, I said it smells of racism. Yes. Well, the KKK did this very thing. It was what the reverse freedom riders, right? Would, yes, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. They would transport black people into white northern neighborhoods and just leave them there. Yeah, right? you want to free the slaves here? Have some. So that's Ron yeah. DeSantis. That's yeah. your governor taking ideas from the Ku Klux Klan. That's how far the law we, yeah. in the process. Unbelievable. All right, uh, one last break. Back with more show after this. Yeah. Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Seska plays more music. Fits and Starts and Stops. That's the name of this album. It's brand new from Seth Adam. And this is the lead track of it called Fraud. Yeah, this is one you're going to want to buy and you're going to want to pay attention to the words in particular. It's pretty appropriate for what we're about to discuss. Yeah, you will love this album. Oh, man, Seth is one of the best. Uh, SethAdam.com to support Seth Adam, of course. Everywhere you get your digital music. and Yeah, so good. All right, so yeah. so happy to have been able to uh, premiere this album here on the show and to uh, Absolutely. yeah to roll out a bunch I, of songs from it. Yeah. I, said, I said it today on Twitter. I think this guy's headed for stardom. Absolutely. Yeah, I really yeah. do. Uh, listen, I, I, was, I was sort of humming along with the, your jingle there as we were coming back, and <laughs> uh, I, I was reminded that I do sometimes walk around the house singing, and I won't put you through that, but I, I, I walk around the house singing all hit music all day long the Bob Seska show. <laughs> yeah, and I was mentioning to Kimberly this morning, I said, you know what, Next year, I'm getting jingles for uh, you, Buzz. I'm getting a jingle for uh, for Jody and David and Kimberly. You so, get a jingle, and you get a jingle. There'll be jingles for everybody. I, yeah, I just I love that part of doing a show like this. I love the jingles and the elements. <laughs> Duh, can you tell? 
Uh, all right. So moving along here with our Tuesday show, the migrants uh, were fooled into getting on these airplanes with uh, fake brochures that were, they were printed. They lied to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These fake brochures promised eight months cash assistance, food, job training slash placement, help and with job. housing and more. Plus, there's there are rumors today of another flight that's headed to Biden's house in Delaware. I wouldn't be surprised. I know that I, we learned overnight that the, there are more flights underway or in, in process. Uh, we have film, we have video, rather, of a flight that, that landed at the Bob Sykes Airport near Oskaloosa, Florida, overnight. Uh, that that uh, plane had no markings. Uh, Daniel Oldfelder, who's running for attorney general here in Florida, a progressive Democratic lawyer, was on the scene with a video camera, was detained by the county sheriff's office uh, acting on behalf of Governor DeSantis. Uh, they they ID'd him and, and, and uh, detained him for a bit uh, before returning his ID and letting him go. But he got video of this plane that uh, flew from who knows where, landed at Bob Sykes Airport with no tail number, with no identification on this plane wow. whatsoever. All the police, all the sheriff's deputies would tell him is that it was a chartered flight. Let's be clear about who these people are. I'm talking specifically about the migrants. The Republicans, specifically Ted Cruz, Ron DeSantis, Greg Abbott, and all the rest of the bigots and assholes who are engaged with us. The children who think that this is such a clever prank against the libs, uh, against migrants. This is a way to stir up the base right before the election. They're running to their right. They're running scared. This indicates that the Republicans are frightened that they're going to lose this crucial midterm election, and they very well might. But we're not talking about drug kingpins racing across the border in the dark of night or swimming across the Rio Grande or something like that. We're not talking about criminals. We're talking about, in the cases of these migrants that are being flown off to God knows where, Naval Observatory, Martha's Vineyard, maybe Biden's house, etc. We're talking about people who are escaping with their families from persecution, from death, from civil war who are desperate to get to the United States, the land of the free and the home of the brave, a place where they can uh, live without fear of being persecuted, live without fear of being executed in the dark of night, having their children murdered in front of them, and all the rest of it. They're looking for asylum from all of that. And what do they get when they arrive here? They get pain and anguish and manipulation. They become punchlines in a prank being played by bigots and racists. And you know what else? Yeah. They were here legally. Legally, yes, they were here. Exactly. They were, they were snatched from uh, from a refugee center in, in Texas, mm-hmm. uh, in, in San Antonio to be specific. Yeah. Uh, they, were, uh, they were lured by a lie. They were lured into a plane and taken to another state. I believe that's a crime on multiple levels. Yeah. That is a local, state, and federal violation. Mm-hmm. This is, this, I, the saddest, if he's afraid of anything right now politically, it should be that he he may be going to prison over this. Yeah. And as a lot of our folks know already, uh, a Texas sheriff, backed by other local officials, including a judge, uh, are investigating DeSantis 
for this stunt. Yeah. Uh, this is great. I mean, if nobody will act, this sheriff will, and he's got a judge and others, uh, prosecutors, to back him up. Mm-hmm. Watch this space because uh, we're not done with Mr. DeSantis yet. Yeah. Uh, he's going to pay for this. This was, uh, as you said, it, it was cruel. It was a, a, a bully stunt. Yeah. It was a bully prank. It was something only a punk would do. Uh, it was done at taxpayer expense. These were legal migrants. Uh, it, it, this couldn't get any worse. Yeah. And, and he sent them somewhere that, although it provides services for immigrants, wasn't prepared for this many people to arrive at once because that doesn't normally happen. And mm-hmm. they were given no heads up that it was coming. This is the biggest jerk stunt that's ever been conducted. And I hope it has the political effect here in Florida that I expect. Uh, challenger, Democratic challenger Charlie Crist, who would like to be Florida's governor again, uh, has already launched his own investigation. Yeah. And using the Public Records Act, we have a great sunshine law here in Florida that uh, opens such records to the public. And uh, he's already acquired records on the over $12,000 per person DeSantis mm-hmm. sent to, to send those folks to Martha's Vineyard. This is a cruel punky and racist stunt and it must be punished criminally and politically yeah stunt is the right word for it the last Mm -hmm. remaining policy i mean because the entire republican party is all about trolling and owning the libs and being platform unforgivable bullies yeah exactly right Uh, but there is no other policy but okay we're going to take these people who have hit rock bottom and are looking for a better life and are trying to enter the country legally as you said buzz and and yet they're being seized upon, flown all across the country, and they're used as pawns in this stunt because the Republican Party is worried about losing the election. So in the meantime, keep an eye, as you were saying, Buzz, keep an eye on Bexar County, Texas, and their mm-hmm. sheriff, Javier Salazar. That's mm-hmm. the guy who's investigating all of this. Um, I saw his news conference. He was incredible. I'm, I'm really yeah. excited about this. Uh, he said, I believe people need to be held accountable for it to the extent possible. Uh-huh. At this point i am not able to definitively say here's the statute that they broke either federal was, state or local but what i can very careful yes yeah. but, but what i can tell you is that it's wrong just from a human rights perspective what was done to these folks is wrong it is unchristian it is unethical it is un everything that is good it is the opposite right. of everything that is good you will never see a lot of people like bill maher like to draw the false equivalence he was doing it again friday night what well, trump might be bad but I see these school districts that are saying blah, blah, blah about trans people. No, it's completely different. There is no equivalence between what the Republican Party is doing and what the Democratic Party is doing. And I could run through a list of a thousand things that indicate that difference. And meantime, I like uh, Stone Kettle's idea. Everyone knows Stone Kettle on Twitter. He said they should set up a welcome station on the grounds of the Naval Observatory Uh, where they should process each immigrant as they get off the Republican buses, grant them immediate citizenship, register them to vote, and use money earmarked for red states to feed, clothe, and house them until they're established. And that's a great fucking idea. It's a wonderful idea. I don't know if it can be done, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's nice to hear. Anyway, we we should be grateful for public servants such yeah. as this uh, sheriff, this Bexar County sheriff. Uh, this is a bit by Friend Dog Studios. This is written, produced, and edited by Ben Oxier and Brian Huther, with Ben Oxier playing Jesus, but not mm-hmm. just any Jesus, Republican Jesus. This ah. is this is perfect. Truly, I say unto you. 
Whoever welcomes one of these little ones in my name <laughs> might be letting in a murderer or a drug. <laughs> Let's get her to a detention center. You know, so we can figure out what's going on. It's like the music playing behind Trump the other day. <laughs> I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. And behold, now I'm all lazy and entitled. You shouldn't have done that. Do unto others as you suspect they might want to do unto you. <laughs> what has a man profited if he gain the whole world but lose his soul? A lot. He has profited a lot. One soul for the whole world, that is an amazing deal. Why do you look at the speck of dust in your brother's eye but ignore the plank in your own? Because of her emails. Yes. If a man strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him and shoot him. That is the law. If you want to be perfect, go. Sell all the possessions that you have and give the money to a solid mutual fund. <laughs> By this, they will know that you are my disciples. That you say, Merry Christmas! Christ Christmas! That's my name in there, and I put it in there because I wanted it in there so we could all celebrate Big Boy Jesus' birthday time! Okay? Okay. Rabbi. Okay. Rabbi, surely you can heal me. My child, of course I could. But who would pay for it? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't have any money. Yes, it is a sad story, but it does not make me responsible. It is super duper <laughs> easy for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. The richer, the better, really. Maybe get a solid gold house just to be sure. Love your neighbor as yourself. Unless you are better than your neighbor, then tell them that they're weird and you do not want to bake them a cake. You have heard it said, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say to you, any man who looks upon a woman with lust in his heart should go ahead and do what he's gotta do. Lord, your followers grow hungry and we have only this fish and bread. Oh, sweet. And then he runs off with the fish and bread. So that is a wonderful, wonderful bit. Republican Jesus. That's it. And so realistic. So incredibly realistic. Well, yeah. You know, and this has really always been the difference between Democrats and Republicans yeah. in in, uh, in ideology, I guess. And mm -hmm. that is, and, and you and I have talked about uh, the fact that uh, this was first best summed up by Ebenezer Scrooge in, in, yeah. in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. <laughs> uh, he epitomized the Republican Party. Are there yeah. no poor houses, he asked. Right. Uh, this, is, this is the Republican attitude uh, then. Uh, even though it wasn't a Democratic and Republican party in ye old England, uh, it, it 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 is the ideological uh, ideological difference between uh, these two parties, and it has been forever. It's worse now. Yes, and we would be remiss if we didn't give additional credit to John Fugelsang for making a lot of those points himself over the years. He's one of the best. So if you don't follow John, you must do that now, starting right now. Okay, so, uh, oh, very, very funny little uh, side note here regarding Donald Trump. Donald Trump was yeah. trolling Joe Biden on, tr what's, what's Donald <laughs> yes. Trump's app? It's called Troth uh, Troth Central. Troth Central. There it is. Troth Central, yes. Yes, so Donald Trump said uh, he had a picture of the Queen's funeral in, uh -huh. the, in the church, 
And he said, this is what's happened to America in just two short years. No respect. However, a good time for a president to get to know the leaders of a certain third world countries. If I were president, they wouldn't have sat me back there. Okay, so in the picture, they've got an arrow pointing to where Joe Biden was sitting. Toward uh, the back of the church. Toward the back of the church. He said, if I were president, they wouldn't have sat me back there and our country would be much different than it is right now. And then he added, he quote trothed himself and said, in real estate, like in politics and in life, location is everything. You know, that's All funny. About the real estate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny coming from a guy who was seated 4,382 miles from the front row, which yeah. is the distance from Palm Beach to London, England. So that's where Donald Trump was. Donald Trump was 4,000 miles back from the front row of the funeral. <laughs> and, and this just in, multiple reliable media sources are reporting today that Queen Elizabeth is still dead. Still dead. How still, about that? Yeah. We'll yeah. keep you posted. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, lots more to come here on the uh, Shadow Docket portion sure. of the show coming up here in, in just a few minutes. Uh, let's see. Oh, a bunch of Republicans have already refused to say if they'll accept the results of the election. Mm-hmm. So get ready. Fuckery on the way. What did I say oh, <laughs> on the Stephanie Miller show the day after the 2020 election? I did my uh, uh, my Russert impression and held up a uh-huh. sign that said, fuckery, fuckery, fuckery. <laughs> and that's yeah. what we can expect after it this. It continues. And I have some extra fuckery to add to that. Oh, so you've got you brought your own fuckery. Oh, yeah. Everybody gets such fuckery. You get a fuckery and you get a fuckery. <laughs> So lots of fuckery coming up on the Shadow Docket portion of the show. Oh, yeah. Of course, you can find that at bobseskashow.com or patreon.com slash bobseskashow. Or if you're feeling lazy, just go to bobseska.com and click the Patreon link right below the logo. And it'll take you to our Patreon page where if you sign up for $5 a month, the, uh, the Shadow Docket level, choose that level on that page. When you go to bobseskashow.com, it's right there. It's easy to find. Uh, just choose that level, sign up for $5 a month, go back to that page and listen to the Shadow Docket where there will be lots and lots of Republican fuckery that we're going to be talking about. So that's coming up in a little bit. Plus, I think we've got some uh, promising poll results that we're going to talk about. Oh, good. Uh, also, we may discuss whether or not the pandemic is over. This is a... <laughs> Controversial topic, huh? A little bit. Little get in, bit get yeah. in, we're going to get into that for sure. Uh, plus, uh, indicted con man Steve Bannon is opposed to curing cancer. Right. We'll talk yeah. about that. And, and uh, yeah, and, and this uh, weirdo candidate in Utah named Linda Paulson, who's decided to put out a rap song when she should go nowhere near rapping. Not, she's terminally, terminally white. Yes. She's not even allowed to rap a present. She should go nowhere near anything that is in the vicinity of rapping. And we're going to play a little of that coming up here on the Shadow Nugget. And you know, the weird thing is, she's probably going to win. She'll probably win her election. <laughs> All right. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye. More fun. More music. The Bob Seska Show.
should have done to you That's just a promise to walk out the door When you abandon all the fools you can use That's just an avenue to finding more She'll just a pacify Fooling all the people with your magic Floating in the air like you're a god Wrapped up in your patriotic plastic Underneath it all you're just a fraud Promise of a fortune to those who would believe your every word A hollow figure on the stage of the world A phony savior to observe Some charlatan proclaiming he's the greatest that there is Testify what's black and white without a light You're just a grifter with an audience Fooling all the people with your magic Floating in the air like you're a god Wrapped up in your patriotic plastic Underneath it all you're just a fraud Just a fraud. You're just a fraud.